Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. Oh, and driving jam time. The Philippines win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Good to be with you on a Sunday morning. Look, the words don't even come out of my mouth this time of the morning. Good morning, Thursday. <laughs> Kevin Wheeler in for Tom Ackerman, in case you can't tell by the fact that I can't utter words at 10.07.30 a.m. in the morning. It will come around, I promise you. I won't be jumbling my words for the rest of the day. Although, I, actually, that's not true. I probably will. It just won't be like right out of the gate and totally noticeable. We'll kind of mix in with everything else. Great to be with you guys here on a Sunday. Uh, we got a busy show, man. In about uh, 25 minutes or so, eh, right around there, uh, we'll catch up with Chris May, do our Billikens report. Uh, after that, we'll catch up with Darren Pang, talk a little bit about the Blues, who've won five of their last six games. Uh, a, lot, a lot going right. Uh, including including the play of Ville Husso, who's been amazing and got the shutout against Seattle uh, on Friday night out in Seattle. So we'll do a lot of hockey uh, with uh, Darren Pang coming up a little bit later on in the show. This That'll be about 1045 today. Uh, you'll hear from Chris Pronger next hour. Great speech from him at his Jersey retirement. And uh, we got a little wrestling for you at the end of the show. Uh, the Royal Rumble's coming to town. Tom Ackerman had a chance to catch up with Randy Orton Earlier in the week, we'll hear from the St. Louis native and wrestling star coming up uh, toward the end of the show here today. So what we got to do here is a lot. I mean, we're all over the board today. We got NFL playoffs. Uh, are, are we done whining about Wild Card Weekend now? All I heard is, oh, see, when you expand the playoffs, everybody, it's blowouts. Yeah, because adding one team per conference is just going to change every game into a blowout. Well, we started to make up for it yesterday. Because yesterday we had playoff games that both came down to a field goal with time expiring on the clock. And in both cases, we had upsets, which I was actually really happy about. Um, I, I really like the Bengals. I, I'm not a Bengals fan by any by any means, but I like Joe Burrow a lot. like his personality, obviously. Um, very talented guy, and, and I really enjoy seeing new guys and new teams make playoff runs. You know, I mean, like the, the Bengals have had one of the saddest histories in the NFL. I mean, the, these two playoff wins are their first since the early 90s. So it's kind of nice to see different a different team than we've seen recently in the AFC Championship game. So they're there because they beat the Titans, and they beat the Titans in part because Ryan Tannehill is terrible. Uh, and, and that's not all, but certainly was a big part of it. Plus, when needed, Joe Burrow made some big plays. So despite being sacked nine times, which is crazy. And by, by the way, I throw this in there. I'm going to talk about it more in the next segment, but 
You know, I, I do agree that Cincinnati needs to build up their offensive line. They need to protect him better. He also needs to figure out when he needs to get rid of the football. He just waits and waits and waits and waits and steps into into the pressure. Like, look, sometimes he makes a lot of great plays and he's a very talented guy and I'm rooting for him. I'd love to see the Bengals in the Super Bowl. It'd be awesome. But at some point, the young quarterback needs to learn when the play is dead and just get rid of it rather than taking the sack. And there are probably at least three, if not four of those nine sacks were avoidable if he had just been willing to chuck the ball away, uh, which is what guys like Brady and Rodgers and other more experienced guys do. I'm not sure they all did that when they were really young players, but it's definitely a part of the learning curve there. So yeah, the Bengals with a win, uh, the Niners upset the Packers. That was an interesting game on the frozen tundra at Lambeau Field, and the frozen tundra did not help the Packers advance. Special teams killed them. Aaron Rodgers had his chance late in the game with a tie game, could not even get a first down, and then that allowed San Fran to take possession and kick the game-winning field goal after that. So the Niners and the Bengals are already in. we got two games today, uh, one of them right here on KMOX. to get the Bills and the Chiefs at 5.30. Pre-game's going to start at 4 o'clock today. So we're all over the board on the NFL. We'll hit both of those matchups with a little bit of a preview and talk a bit more about those games from yesterday coming up in the next segment. Also, big day for... Uh, Billikens, this is a big sports day. I mean, we're going to wrap this up around 11 o'clock, and then by 1.15, we're into the Billikens pregame show, and then they'll play host to UMass, and we'll talk all things Billikens with Chris May coming up at 10.30. Uh, I got to get to this now. I'm probably not going to have much time to expand on it later, but that was pretty, that was pretty bad for Mizzou yesterday. It started off really good, right? It looked like, oh, look at this there. Taking on Alabama. Alabama, you know, been on some harder times here lately. You know, but for a while there, we're a ranked team. You know, they, they're a program that's been viewed on the rise for the last couple of years. And Mizzou got off to a good start. Uh, you know, you're on the road down in Tuscaloosa. You get off to a good start and you're leading. Yeah, you're leading by five with six minutes left. You're leading by five with six minutes left and you lose by 10. Is that, is that bad? Well, the score with six minutes left was 73 to 68. So the, the so Mizzou had a 5-point lead with 6 minutes on the clock. They were up by 5, 73 to 68. They were outscored 18 to 3 the rest of the way. And look, you know, if you if you just look at it in a vacuum, like losing by 10 on the road to Alabama, if you had told me that a week ago, I'd be like, "All right, that sounds about right." Right? Alabama's the better team. You're on the road. But you know, the the big problem that is coming up now for Conzo Martin is it's the how, not just the what. Like, 8-10 and 10 is not good. 2-4 and four in conference is not good. But the what, that's the what. The how is way worse. Like, blowing a five-point lead with six minutes left. Not just blowing it. I mean, that happens all the time. Five-point lead in basketball is nothing. I mean, wipe that. That can, that can be wiped out in 10 seconds. But having a five-point lead with six minutes left and getting outscored 18-3 to three down the stretch is a problem. You combine that with 34-point loss to Alabama. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 44-point loss to to uh, Arkansas and a 27-point loss to Kentucky and a 25-point loss to Illinois. I don't even... I can't even do the math on the loss to Kansas. I lost by 104 to Kansas. Lost by 21 to Liberty. Like, the how is the real problem here. Losing to UMKC is bad. Losing to them by 14 is way bad. Like, there are just too many of these moments 
where it's it's beyond redemption. Like lose again if if you, if the, a lot of these were normal losses, basketball games that you played a little tighter and you lose. All right, I mean it's a little different. We know it's not a perfect roster, and we know that you know that's the coach's job too. But when you're constantly getting blown out, and then you get beat eighteen to three in the final six minutes of a game, the how is killing you, man. And the how matters. I don't know what's going to happen there. I I do still want Conzo Martin to succeed. I like him, but it it's not going well. And that's all I've got to say about that. Uh, we also have some baseball coming your way today too. We'll get to that in the next hour. Uh, the players and the and the owners getting together tomorrow for another in person meeting. So we're speeding up. It only took ten days to get the second meeting after it took forty three days to get the first one. Hopefully, we'll continue to speed up at that rate, right? Like one quarter time. So that would mean, like in two and a half days, we'll have another one, and then the next, and they can do. Then the next time they can do it in twelve hours, and sooner or later, they all just need to sit down in a damn room and fight or something, like just like physically fight if you have to, but just get it done. It's it's a terrible. I understand both the union and the player and the, and the owners got things they want to get done. I get it. Stop being children. I know you're fighting about money. We all know that. We understand, but there's more than enough to go around. And revenues are only going up. So what are we doing? Why are we embarrassing the sport? Why are we threatening spring training? You know, you got a lot of baseball fans that plan trips around spring training, and they couldn't go in 2020, or at least not the second part of it. Because obviously, it was during spring training when the shutdown happened. Spring training wasn't the same last year. Although it was there. Start thinking about your business and your customer service. You have revenues. You don't have to worry. But this is not about that anymore. This is this is a flexing contest. They're both flexing their muscles. I don't blame anybody for seeking the best deal, whatever, but understand that you know the harm done short term can have a long term impact. You have never had more competition for people's money and for people's eyeballs. So don't take too many chances with it. We'll get to the labor stuff. We'll, we'll talk a bit about, um, I saw this on Twitter last night. I'm going to bring it up a little later on. Uh, somebody posted a graphic of all of Major League Baseball, all every team's record since 2010. Here's a hint. Only two teams since 2010 have more wins than the Cardinals. They would be the Dodgers and the Yankees. And of the top four, and the only ones with 1,000 wins since 2010... Only the Cardinals and the Dodgers have a World Series win in there. So I don't know what it means, but it was interesting. We'll look at that later. Uh, We're also going to talk about the top 20 catchers of all time later. I spent way too much time this week putting that together. Um, And I'll tell you about where Yachty fit in all that. We'll do the baseball stuff coming up in the next hour. A little bit more on the NFL playoffs coming up next. Uh, The number one seeds going down in upsets. Two good ones ahead of us today. So we'll continue on with some NFL playoff discussion next up on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Awesome to be with you guys. Welcome into sports on a Sunday morning. Kevin Wheeler with you here in the Steeple Sports Studio, sitting in for my man Tom Ackerman today. Uh, I think I've warmed up now. The first segment, my words didn't come out very prop- very well. See, there it is already. I'm already, I'm already getting them bad again. Uh, that's what happens sometimes when I do things in the morning. But uh, we'll be talking with uh, SLU Athletic Director Chris May coming up in about 10 minutes. Uh, after that, we'll catch up with Darren Pang and talk a little blues hockey. So we've got a busy second half of this hour continuing uh, in just a little bit. Ne- right now, I want to spend a little more time on the NFL playoffs. And great to see upsets yesterday. Great to see drama. They weren't exactly beautiful games yesterday. They were a bit ugly. Uh, they were choppy. There were some nice plays, some big plays, big moments in both. Uh, but the best thing about them is they were competitive, and they came down to the final second. They came down to the last play in both cases. So the Bengals beat the Titans on a long field goal. And by the way, you know, we could talk about Joe Burrow, and we should because Joe Burrow is awesome, and he's entertaining, and, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with a new star that has a little swag, and he's definitely got a little swag. I, I said last week, actually it might have been the week before, I don't remember. Right, it was before the playoffs. So it was, it was not last week, it was the week before. That I think Joe Burrow might be the new Aaron Rodgers. I mean, hope, hopefully not as annoying, but but like it, I'm talking about his play. I'm not talking about anything else. Just talking about his performance. He's just got that fearlessness about him. He doesn't have Aaron Rodgers' arm strength. He doesn't have that, where you can like throw off your back foot going backwards 60 yards in the air down the field. He doesn't have that. But he's got most of the rest of that swag, and I kind of I really like watching Joe Burrow play. I'm enjoying the Bengals run. But while we want to give credit where credit is due to Joe Burrow, I mean he did he did throw for 348 yards yesterday. So I mean he he had success. But the star of the game was was Evan McPherson, the kicker, who made four field goals for the Bengals. Uh, and well, I was, yeah, and when you when you look at how it came down, and you look at that last one, I mean, it was 52 yards, and it was like nothing. It was just easy, easy. And he was that way the whole game. And special teams were the story in both of these games, or were part of the story in both of these games. But seeing the young kid, McPherson, do a great job uh, finishing things off in pressure situations, that was pretty cool. And he gets a lot of credit for the Bengals advancing with four field goals, including the game winner. Not not going not gonna to bemoan the loss of the Titans. I mean, to me... I know they were the number one seed and all that, but eh, there was nobody in the AFC that really stood out. It's not like this is a shocking outcome. All you had to do is look at the point spread. Was it three and a half? It's not like anybody expected the Titans to just run away with it. So it's an upset, but it's not a major one. So happy for the Bengals, and that's the team I want to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to root for them. You know, this is a franchise with a fan base that's been beaten up and tortured and 
Yeah, they've had some moments, but they've also had a lot of bad over the last 30 years, and it's good to see a different team give their fans something to be excited about. Uh, Niners beat the Packers yesterday. You know, it's funny. Normally you see these, you know, this this frost-covered field at Lambeau, and it's like, oh, home field advantage, team from California not going to handle it, except that they did, and they did a really nice job. I don't know that it totally helped, but I think it kind of did. I think it slowed down a little bit of the Packers' explosiveness, Rodgers was fine. He didn't really have any. It wasn't like he had a bad day. 20 of 29 for 225 yards is fine. But it's not a normal Aaron Rodgers day. Now, I give credit to San Francisco's defense, but I do think the conditions had something to do with it. And the Niners are a team that's built to to hang tough in those types of low-scoring, close games. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo was very meh yesterday. I don't think he passed 100 yards. in. I don't think he surpassed 100 yards passing until like the final two drives in regulation. And he had a couple of big plays that pushed him over, but really nothing all that special from him. But again, special teams, a blocked field goal for the 49ers and a blocked punt that was returned for a touchdown. That's all of San Fran's offense other than a couple of field goals from Robbie Gold. And of course, one of them is the time expired. So I'm I'm I didn't really care too much about that one, but I do like underdogs. So I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat happy that the Niners won there. Here's what I'm really rooting for. We'll look at today's games. And coming up at 2 o'clock, Rams and Buccaneers. I, I, I can't think of very many times in my life where I've just like, I'm going to root for Tom Brady today. Because, you know, Tom just hasn't gotten enough breaks in life. Hasn't been on enough good teams. Isn't good looking enough. Doesn't have enough personal success. Not, not hard. Sometimes it's hard to root for the guy that always wins, right? Not today. Not today. I cannot take I cannot take the thought of seeing the Rams in the Super Bowl in their own stadium and the nonstop stories about that. It, I mean, honestly, I, I, seriously, I can't take that. Not because it's going to make any of the irritation go away that that, that, that team is now in L.A. and not here. But just because I hate Stan Kroenke so much, I don't want him to get to do his victory laps in his own stadium. I don't want to see two weeks of like, the Rams created this future and they built this beautiful, look at this palace in Los Angeles. Like, I can't take it. So please just get it done with today, Tom. Thank you. Buccaneers favored by a field goal, by the way, coming up later on today. And of course, we've got the Bills and the Chiefs here on KMOX tonight. Uh, technically, to, I don't know. Is it this evening, afternoon, tonight? The game's at 5.30. The pregame's at 4 o'clock. So technically, it's a little bit of all of it, right? This is the Super Bowl to me. I think the winner of the Chiefs and Bills wins the Super Bowl. I know that's not exactly shocking now that you have a bigger underdog in the AFC Championship game with the Bengals. Uh, although I think the Bengals are a threat to anybody they play. I don't care. I don't care who it is, but I I think this is the Super Bowl today. Five thirty, Bills and Chiefs in Kansas City. I think the winner of that game goes on to win the whole thing. And by the way, Chiefs are only a one point favorite at home in a playoff game, which tells you about them. <laughs> that. Tells you all you need to know. Wow, and it was it was a bigger spread. It was like two and a half. So it's been moving in favor of the Bills, which tells you a lot of the public money is on the Bills. Maybe some of the big fish are on the Bills too. But that number has moved in that direction. And I don't have a good feeling. I don't have like a really good vibe for a prediction in that one. Like I'm predicting bucks over the Rams because I just hate watching Kroenke succeed at anything. Um, I'm going to pick the Chiefs because of the home field, but I don't know, man. I mean, we saw what happened the last time these two teams met. Wasn't pretty for the Chiefs, but I think they're in a better spot now than they were at that time. So 
That's coming up a little bit later on on KMOX this afternoon. Now, also later on, and in fact, it's going to be before that playoff game. We got the Billikens coming up at 1.30 this afternoon as they play host to UMass. We'll talk a bit about that game and all things Billikens with Chris May when we come back on KMOX. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, time for our Billiken Report, brought to you by Royal Banks of Missouri. Kevin Wheeler in for Tom Ackerman here on a Sunday morning. Happy to have SLU Athletic Director Chris May with us here. Chris, good morning. How you doing today? Doing great, Kevin. How are you this morning? I'm really good. And I, I'm going to say, I, I joked about it at the beginning, but I'm, I'm having a hard time getting my words to come out clearly and the way that I want them to in the morning. I'm not used to doing this until later on in the day, but it's getting better as I go. So if I if I stumble or if you hear a few words kind of like cram themselves together, that's just what happens to me in the morning sometimes. I'm with you. No problem. <laughs> Pretty busy times, huh? I mean, the, you got, got we got a game here tonight or this afternoon on KMOX at 1.30. Uh, obviously, I know there's more than basketball going on with the Billikens, but uh, it's been a fun season so far. I know that we, we kind of looked at this, Chris, coming in as a season where we're probably going to learn a lot about the team as we go. And I think we've learned some good things, and obviously we'd like to see another W thrown up there today. Well, it uh, it's a big ball game for us, and uh, coming off of a, a rough a rough night at UMass, which can happen any any night in the Atlantic Ten when you're on the road, anything can happen. And so, uh, 
our guys had a couple great days of practice. They're fired up to play again. So the good thing about college basketball is you, you have to have a short memory <laughs> because uh, you, you keep getting back at it real quickly. So we got a big game against UMass today. And, uh, you know, I was looking at the, the game notes for today. And um, as you look at it and you've got all these, our, our guys are, we've got such a foundation of local, local mm-hmm. talent from Yuri to Fred to, to TJ, to Jay Nez. And, you know, it's one of the things I really enjoy about this team is you've got a local flair that uh, the the community really comes out and supports. And then you got, you got Gibson, who's just lighting it up, shooting the ball really well. So it'll be a great day for us. And then at halftime, we have the Royal Banks baby race, which is always (laughs) one of the all time great halftimes, Kevin, because what happens is miraculously every time some child takes their first step, you know? And so, you know, even though you can't walk, it's amazing how some of them just get up and walk off right there in Chaffetz Arena. So, so it's always, it's always a fun, uh, fun day when the, we get the baby race going, but it'll be, it'll be a really exciting ball game. We're fired up about it. and We, we should have a good crowd. You know, I, I've been really impressed, Chris, with how the team has responded to, I mean, I know nobody expected the loss of Javante Perkins and we, we all know yeah. how gifted that player is. And I, I think, you know, given that and given the close nature of the vast majority of the losses, I, I don't see a whole lot that I'm, what I would say I'm concerned about. I'd say that, again, we're just learning about this and you had to reshuffle uh, the deck when it comes to your scoring priorities and to where everybody fits right there at the beginning of the season. Well, Kevin, you called it. When you lose the uh, potential player of the year in the league, um, that makes for a major adjustment that, uh, Travis and his staff and the team have really had to adjust. People have taken on different roles and different responsibilities. And, um, you know, the identity of this team, you can see it starting to develop. Uh, today's a big day for them. Um, I, I think what, what's interesting, you look at this team and you look at the body of work so far, and I, I just keep going back to that darn Auburn game where, yeah. uh, you know, Auburn's going to be the number one team in the country tomorrow. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you get beat by four at home. You had a chance to win it. Um, so this team can play at a high, high level, and uh, I'm expecting it to uh, play that way today as well. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I know the the only game that really was tough was the Memphis game way back, uh, and that's an early road game, and it's only three games after the loss of of Javante, like we talked about. And as we've come, as we've moved forward, there's only so long that you know any coach or any set of players are going to want to hear about a guy who's not there even though I know they love their teammate and it. they all know about it but they also know that the job in front of them is to keep on winning games and to keep on performing and give yourself a chance to play in the postseason no question and that's that's how you watch young men like Fred Thatch really evolving as a leader I mean Fred Thatch is turning into a little bit of the glue Yuri I mean Yuri leads the country in assists yeah. and can really distribute but you got to have other guys right and so how how Fred has developed uh, I think he could develop into one of those great, great lockdown defenders uh, that we've seen in shape at arena. He's really, his game just continues to evolve better and better. Gibson Jimerson is turning into a really, really talented offensive, offensive threat. And uh, you got to have somebody that can knock it down and he clearly can knock it down. And then uh, and you got Jordan Espa, the local mm-hmm. uh, young man who he gets better every day. He's, uh, you know how hard it is as a freshman to uh, <laughs> to come in and compete at this level. You've followed it closely for a long time. It is hard. Um, so he's he's learning quickly. Francis Okoro, who really took a year and a half off of basketball between getting hurt at Oregon mm-hmm. and then having to sit when he came here, 
he was out about 18 months. So Francis keeps getting a little better. We're, uh, you know, Martin Linson's finally healthy again, so he's going to get to go a little bit more today. He was, uh, he's been on a limited, he was on limited minutes at UMass, so he's going to play a little more. So, and then, and then TJ, look out when TJ really gets rolling, he, he can do things that very few people can. So this team, this team's got a shot. They, uh, they're evolving, but uh, the glue, I think, uh, I, I love watching Fred because man, when Fred gets it going, he really brings a team with him and, uh, they respond. So it, uh, but other guys have to take on those roles and mm-hmm. in the Atlantic 10, uh, there's one elite team. Davidson is clearly elite. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a couple other teams that can play with anybody and we, as we can. And so it's going to be, it's going to be a battle all the way through the Atlantic 10, uh, tournament in DC. We, uh, we've had some success in tournaments. We know, uh, we know if we get ourselves positioned, we got a shot. And we also know, uh, to go beyond that, we've got a chance to make a run because we played with we we can play with the elite teams. So this team won't lack confidence come March. But today today's the day to get to get better, and I I really am excited to watch our guys play. One fifteen for the pregame, one thirty opening tip here on KMOX today. Chris May with us for the Billiken Report, brought to you by Royal Banks of Missouri. All right, so we know that this is you know our our attention grabber, right? The men's basketball team is. Always right. going to be the first thing that I'm going to ask you about. We all know how good they are. Uh, I'm sure that you have plenty else on your plate as you've got the winter sports rolling along and the spring sports starting to ramp up. Well, Kevin, I was just taking some notes before we talked. I'm like, holy smokes, we've got more going on than I thought. Um, and being a ba- I'm serious. I mean, swim team swim had a great meet yesterday. Our, our tennis team's down in Wichita. We had a lo- we had a local product. Uh, Lizzie Barlow got her first win as a freshman. That was huge. We had our track team over in Indianapolis, wow. in, in Indiana yesterday. We're another local. Uh, Jaden Caudio, freshman triple jumper, jumped forty eight feet yesterday. As a freshman, sounds and like so a lot. You got yeah, kind of like your hops. He's kind of yeah. got hops like you had. Well, my hops and are then, more vertical than than lateral, but that's still impressive. <laughs> well, so as a as a freshman, he had a great day. And then, you know, we've got women's hoops going. And then we've got – it's 26 days till baseball. I know baseball yep. is your uh, sport. 26 days till baseball gets going, 19 before softball. Softball wow. team, everybody's got to come out and see a young woman by the name of Sadie Wise. She's from Kirkwood. She has broken every batting record that Slew's ever had. She can hit the ball to shape its arena at our softball field. I mean, <laughs> she is a rock star. And so – it's fun being around all the energy. There is monster energy walking in our building right now. And that's why this time of year is so exciting on a college campus playing Division One sports. And then, then, Kevin, I was at the NCAA convention last week. Uh-huh. And there's so many monumental changes going on in our business. And so we, we voted to, uh, to move forward in changing the, the Constitution of the NCAA. And now there's a transformation committee. Um, led by Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, and Julie Cromer, who's at the Ohio at Ohio U. Um, th- they have a group that's really going to, and, and we've got input. I'm on the management council, and everybody put input on how to transform the NCA and make it a more uh, efficient um, uh, enterprise uh, move into the future. And so you put all these pieces together uh, at the macro level. But then you get right down to you walk into Shake It's Arena today, and you've got all these student athletes getting after it. And it helps it helps ground you, and it helps remind you the business we're really in, and it's working with nineteen to twenty two year olds, twenty three year olds 
who are here. We had people in the weight room early this morning getting after it. I mean, it is an exciting time to be around college students and intercollegiate athletics. And, and here at Chaffetz Arena, we've got a lot happening. It's fun. And, uh, you know, we need to get you to a baseball game. To, oh, uh, yeah. You know, I love Coach Hendrickson, man. I, I, I His son played in the program I coached in years, a few years ago. And uh, Coach, yeah. is, um, he's amazing. They've got a lot of great St. Louis kids on that squad, too. Oh, they do. They off the charts, and and the transfer portal has been really good to our baseball program. In addition to the guys coming back, Cam Redding and others, so it's going to be it's going to be a great baseball season here here on campus, and uh, it's just fired up. You can't help but have a lot of energy, and I I hear you trying to get your words out clear in the morning because we got <laughs> it's, it's going so fast and furious right now. Um, it's hard to keep it all straight sometimes, but it, it's a great time uh, in the land of the Billikens, and our student-athletes are having some great success, and it's, I'm just proud to be part of it. Well, we're glad to have you with us for the Billiken Report, Chris. It's always good catching up. We'll do this again soon. I appreciate it, Kevin. You have a great one. Thank you. You do the same. That's uh, Athletic Director Chris May from SLU. The Billiken Report brought to you by Royal Banks of Missouri. And again, Billikens in UMass on KMLX this afternoon. If you're not going to be able to be at Chaffetz Arena, which uh, I think you could probably pull that off. It's Sunday, right? You got nothing else to do. You can head out to the arena or you can just listen here on KMLX. 115 for the pregame show, 130 for the opening tip. Now, coming up, I mentioned we got basketball first and then we've got playoff hockey. Well, then later on, if you're a sports fan, 9 o'clock tonight, you have to stay up late on a work night. We've got the Blues taking on the Vancouver Canucks again. Uh, we'll talk a bit about that La- uh, last Friday's win, uh, a 5 nothing win, and a few other cool stories with the Blues with Darren Pang from Valley Sports Midwest when we come back on KMOX. Royal Banks of Missouri is... After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Your community. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, great to be with you from the Steeple Sports Studio here on Sports on a Sunday morning. Kevin Wheeler filling in from a man, Tom Ackerman. He'll be back next Sunday. Actually, he'll be back tomorrow morning on TIAM, but uh, he'll be back here next Sunday morning. Happy to be talking some hockey with Darren Pang of Bally Sports Midwest. You find Panger on Twitter at Panger40. And first of all, good morning, Darren. Hope you're doing well. I know it's been a hell of a fun run here for the Blues. Yeah, it sure has, uh, Kevin. There's no question about that. And uh, glad to be with you here on KMOX this morning and uh, 
Tom Ackerman's probably fixing the old garage for another golf segment. We all know that. <laughs> yep, doing a little work, I'm sure. Uh, be- yeah. Before we jump into you know what's going on with the team and th- how things have been going on the ice, which has been great, I do want to take a second just to talk a bit about Chris Pronger and having his number retired earlier this week. I thought he handled that so incredibly well, Panger. This such a fun speech, full of laughs, but also uh, a good bit of memory too, like a, a really good kind of capturing of his career in about 15 minutes. Yeah, pretty, you know, a pretty unique career here. I mean, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that uh, that uh, wondered, how long did he play here? Did he play here for five years? Did he play here for 15 years? Uh, what was the number? And it was just slightly under a 10-year uh, period, mm-hmm. uh, very similar to Al McGinnis. So I think when he tells stories here, I mean, he, you know, he tells them differently than anybody else would have told them because he did come here under unique circumstances. And everybody remembers how tough it was at the very beginning. Um, everybody remembers how the fans were, were tough on Chris Pronger. Heck, I was doing national games at that point on ESPN, and we come in here, and, and in the early parts, they, they were, you know, it, was, it was still a little uncomfortable. And, um, but, you know, I, I like the fact that he told people how the fans pushed him to be better and how, in the end, Chris Pronger pushed his teammates to be better as well. I would have loved to play for that guy. I love being around him, Kevin, because he's a, he's a real smart aleck, as we well know. <laughs> um, and, and I asked Al McGinnis that because Al's got a, a pretty sharp tongue himself. All the great players do. They keep the locker room honest. Uh, even Wayne Gretzky had a, had a good way of, of digging into guys in that locker room. Um, but, you know, um, Prongs is, is unique. He can, he can jab you in the ribs any time because he's got a quick wit, quick tongue. Uh, but he always backed it up. And so I, too, really enjoyed the ceremony. I thought they did a great job. And I know his favorite song was Tom Cochran's Big League. And for, you know, for the Blues to go out there and get that song as his sweaters were going to the rafters, yeah. um, it was uh, really well done. Yeah, no doubt about it. Obviously, I could transition here with really well done, Panger, with what we've seen on the ice here. Uh, team battling through injuries and COVID absences and all of that, and yet still at the top of the standing, still looking like a team, I think, that has a, a playoff run in them. Oh boy, you, you ask any, anybody around the league that, uh, that's, you know, whether they're on the inside or managers or coaches or scouts, uh, um, they're, they're saying the same thing. That's a really good hockey team, and mm-hmm. watch out. I mean, under the radar, uh, because Colorado, Vegas, they get a lot of that notoriety. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier in the year, Minnesota got it, Kevin. But uh, right now, the Blues are... They're, they're just really, really good. And especially knowing that, for me, for Billy Husso to come in and play as well as he's played, um, you know, you, you need to have the two guys going. We know that one guy's the number one goaltender, and that's Jordan Bennington. But, listen, at one point in 2018-19, Jake Allen was the number one goaltender. Yeah. And it was a young Jordan Bennington that came in on, what, January the 7th in Philadelphia and just took the ship over. I'm not saying that's happening now. But what I am saying is I'd rather have this situation than than Bennington being alone on an island and the Blues and everybody not knowing if there was a capable backup to be able to pick up the mail when when it when it's needed well I think I think Billy Huso has, has answered that question what this is your area of expertise Panger what, what's different about Billy this year I mean uh, you know, he had his struggles last year, and I know you know a lot of guys struggle their first time through, and you don't get a lot of consistent playing time when you're not the number one guy. But he looks absolutely fantastic, and I think your description of the need for two guys, especially in the regular season, is so important. What what's different about him this year? Uh, I think he's starting the games better. Um, I we well, I'll use a phrase: you got to start the game on time. I mean. <laughs> 
you know, because once that, I, I've got a good, a golf coach of my son's once said, and I, I've always really enjoyed this, uh, the preparation that you do before you hit the golf ball is behind the curtain. And once that curtain opens and you're addressing the ball, you, you better be ready to hit the golf ball. And, I, you know, goaltending more than any other position. I mean, a centerman can lose the first face-off, have a bad first couple of shifts. Well, he'll get it going. His shifts are 38 seconds long to 45 seconds long. The first shot on goal is very, very important. The first time you handle a puck by, from a goaltender, whether it be behind the net or just, um, you know, laying out directions for your, for, your, uh, for your defenseman or your teammates, if you're not sharp, then everybody in front of you gets a little concerned, and then they play a more passive game. He didn't start the games last year great. He gave up goals early on, one minute, 30 seconds, two minutes into games, two minutes into periods, and it's something that he really worked on in the offseason is being mentally prepared to start the game on time. I'm going to say that that's the biggest thing that I've found so far. And, you know, looking at the rest of the team, Panger, obviously, I I can't think of, I'm not going to say better necessarily, but I can't think of a deeper group offensively, a deeper group of forwards that have versatility, that can all play up and down the lineup. I, I just love how that shapes up for a playoff run. Because I, mean, I know that you know having a top-heavy roster with, with rock stars like Connor McDavid is fantastic. I don't know that it's better than having three lines that are all equivalent to 1A or 1B. Totally agree with you. We're not in, we're, we really are not an individual sport. And, and if you're a one-trick pony in a team sport, you're going to run out of real estate. That's just me. I mean, you're just, it's just not going to work. You have to be deep. I mean, look at the Blues 19 run. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You know, was the best line not at, at certain points? Was it not Steen and Sunquist and Barbashev? For sure. Like, they, they defended against the top line of Boston. They went up and started every single game. They took out every single face-off to begin the game. They set the tone. And, you know, I, I'm looking now. And, you know, when the team, if there's any injuries whatsoever you know that Thomas and Cairo now have the ability because it's not a, it's it's not a small sample size that they stepped in there and they played great. Right. So now you've got to work out. This is the one conversation I had with with Craig Berube just the other day. Is how do you work out the ice time for everybody? <laughs> everybody everybody wants their candy. Everybody looks at the game sheets <laughs> at the end of the game and says, "Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Why was I fourteen forty two when so and so was nineteen twenty one? You know, so that's that's going to be the biggest thing is getting the players, which they always check their egos at the door, but getting them to do that on a continual basis here at, down the stretch. And uh, finally, we'll close on this panger because we know that there were a lot of questions about what was going to be happening with Vlad Tarasenko coming into the year. Uh, not a lot of questions about what Ivan Barbashev was or about Butchnevich coming in, but I'm really enjoying the Blues' own Red Army line. I, when they're together, it's just, it's just a thing of beauty. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, you can see it on the ice that they, you know, they, they see the game the same way. Sometimes they're a little bit too unselfish for my liking, just personally. Yeah. I'd like to see them fire that puck a little bit more early on, and that, that'll back off the opposition. Then they can make their plays that they're so good at making. But, you know, Vladi Tarasenko is, is, is one of the top players in the NHL in a lot of different categories, uh, rush, uh, rush chances, slot chances. Like, those are, those are areas that when Vladi's not playing well, he's not skating to the net. Vladi's, if he's not playing well or doesn't have confidence, he's not going to the front of the net. But that's what he's doing this year for me that, that makes us all and should make us all feel really good about uh, going forward. Panger, what do you got coming up on the schedule in the next few weeks? We, we traveling around, I mean, other than doing the Blues games. <laughs> I know you do a lot of work for TNT. What's the schedule like for you this next, next yeah, couple of weeks? Yeah, I really enjoyed the, the TNT. Uh, that's every Wednesday night, and I like it because it's consistent. I've got, uh, I've got a great one this Wednesday. Boston at Colorado. Nice. 
So uh, we've got that. We've got, obviously, the game of Vancouver. We've got Calgary, and, and then we've got Calgary at home on the 27th. So I won't miss any of those games whatsoever, but uh, looking forward to that game, Boston and Colorado, for sure. Well, we'll look forward to tuning in to that one. It'll be a great one. Panger, thank you so much. Safe travels, and we'll look forward to seeing you down the road a bit. Kevin, thank you. Have a great morning. You got it. Darren Pang from Bally Sports Midwest, and as we mentioned, they're part of the team and TNT. They do a great job, by the way, on TNT. I know it's their first year with the NHL with the new TV deal. I enjoy what they do. Uh, and obviously, I, I enjoy what Panger does, so it's kind of easy for that transition on the days that he's there. But he's not he's not there every day. I enjoy the guys. They, they do a good job. Uh, and, of course, you can catch the Blues tonight on Bally Sports Midwest. 9 o'clock opening face-off. Not for me. Eh, no big deal. I'm a guy that's up till about 2 o'clock in the morning every night anyway. But I know it's going to be a little bit interesting. The good thing about this compared to, say, a football game or a baseball game Hockey games are pretty much on the money. Two and a half hours. You'll be in. You can be in bed by midnight if you stay up for the game. No big deal. You can you can get through that for the night. Now we got a lot to do. Uh, Kevin Wheeler in for Tom Ackerman here on Sports on a Sunday morning. We're live in the Steeple Sports Studio, and we're going to change gears coming up after the top of the hour news. We got a little bit of baseball. We're going to hear a bit of what Chris Pronger had to say during his speech the other day, and we'll hear from wrestler Randy Orton, St. Louis's own, late in the hour as well. Hang tight. More sports on a Sunday morning next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 